0: Hello everyone and welcome to the I Love Kid Men Podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love kidmen, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones.
1: Hey, welcome to episode number three of the I Love Kid Men podcast. What's up, Corey?
0: Not too much. What's up with you, Ryan?
1: Hey, 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 we made it to number three. We're here. Uh, yeah, we're here. Um, coffee in hand, earbuds in our ears, and we got a good podcast lined up for you all. So thanks for being with us today. i um, super, super grateful for the I Love Kid Men Facebook group and just tracking the steps that you're taking in your ministry. So bravo, keep up the great work. Um, I know ministry is not always easy. There are hurdles and bumps along the way, but just love this community and the support we have for one another. And so Thanks for your support of the podcast early on. Um, Hey, and this week especially, I'm super excited to see your posts and the conversations after listening to this episode. So when you listen to this episode, be sure to jump over to the I Love Kidman Facebook group and look for uh, the posts of, of following up episode three of the I Love Kidman podcast and jump in on the conversation.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a story that caught our eye in the Isle of Kidman group, and we just had to dive in and learn more and share it with you. But before we do, before we turn things over to this week's expert guide, Ryan, who is making the podcast possible this week?
1: Yeah. So, again, we're new in the podcast, and our goal is to have a sponsor of the podcast every week because we want to introduce you to, there are so many great resources out there, resource providers, ministries that make great partners to people like you. And so, um, Hey, our podcast partner this week is Kidman nation Megacon. There are a lot of great conferences out there. Corey and I were together at the orange conference a month back or so, and we all get around and we know, uh, We have, there are some great places you can go to get training, but we're kind of excited about Megacon, uh, kind of, actually a lot excited about Megacon. This is our conference that we do October 1st, 2nd, 3rd in Nashville, Tennessee, and Corey, no, you're going to be there again. Nicole's going to be there. We're looking forward to a great conference. Um, Now's the time to get your tickets. The prices do go up soon. Uh, they go up every month, and so if you have considered a conference, you really need to check out KidMenNation.com and learn more about Megacon. It's going to be a great three days. Of course, cool. we've got a great um, lineup of, of keynote speakers and worship and deep dives, which are like breakouts where you can get into smaller groups and learn, fuel-ups, um, a ton of resource providers are going to be there. And I think we're going to have a full house, going to be a full house, Corey. So KidMenNation.com, Megacon, um, thank you for partnering today's podcast. All right. Hey, this weekend, favorite things. Uh, Corey and I want to introduce you to a few of our favorite things. Corey, one of my favorite things is the Parent ParentQ app from orange it is a great app now listen if you have kids at home of your own you've got to get the parent q app so parent and then c u e there's some great resources on there i'm telling you one of the biggest things that i like about the app Corey, is when i launch it i guess i like it and i don't like it okay what i what i I don't like about it yeah, when I, when I look at it, it tells me how many weeks I have with each of my girls until they move on. So when I look at Lucy, it says 217 weeks until she moves on. London, 425 weeks until she moves on. Uh, Lily, 633 weeks until she moves on. I'm telling you, as a parent, it is a great reminder that I've got to make the most of every moment. And then there's just some great resources to help parents. So that's one of my favorite things this week, Corey. What about you?
0: I think for me, I wanted to share from Psalm, uh, the, the word "sila" or Selah, depending upon how you say it, it's used 74 times. And one thing I think is intriguing about it is like the true meaning of the word is not necessarily known. There's just different interpretations of it. But most people say it means to pause and to think of that. Think of what you had just read. And I think it's a great word for us as kids ministry leaders. I know we're going a thousand miles an hour and we just need to pause every now and then. And so you can break it down with the letters S-E-L-A-H first to just stop and then to exhale and to lean in to ask and then to hear. I think it's a great way to slow down, to pray, and to just stop from the busy of ministry and uh, remember to be still and to know God.
1: I mean, that's so good. It's so hard to do, though, isn't it, Corey? Because we just get so busy. And and we get so busy doing good things that you're right. If we don't stop and pause, we can miss the best things. I love that. That's a great favorite thing. Selah. Or is it Selah? Selah. Uh,
0: I don't know. Today we'll be hearing from George Farrell. You might not know George, but he's one of the active members on the I Love Kidman Facebook group, and he's the family pastor at Boiling Springs First Baptist Church. You may have seen his post where he's talking about being a mentor at a local elementary school. And George is stepping into his community and he's sharing the love of Jesus with any of the kids that God brings his way. So let's dive in. joined today with George Farrell. George, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone?
2: Well, good to be talking with you today, Corey. Um, My name is George Farrell. Um, I am the family pastor at Boiling Springs First Baptist Church in Boiling Springs, South Carolina. Uh, If you have no clue where that is, we're near Spartanburg in the beautiful upstate um, of South Carolina. And, uh, I am a husband of my beautiful bride, Angie. Uh, we have been married for over 30 years now. 30 Uh, years. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We, um, we have known each other since fourth grade and yeah. So, um, I actually proposed to her when we were juniors in high school and, uh, I don't recommend that, <laughs> that whatsoever, <laughs> whatsoever. But we have we have two adult children. Our daughter's twenty eight. Uh, she's been married a little over a year and is expecting our first grandchild. Uh, wow! Yes, congrats! Thank you. And that will be a girl. And I am honored that she is. They are naming her Georgia uh, after me. So, and then we have a twenty four year old son who is soon to be engaged. So, oh, wait a minute. Well, she probably won't hear this, so that's okay. That's all right.
0: (laughs) Oh, That's awesome. uh, So tell me about your church. How long have you been there? What do you love about it?
2: Oh, wow. So I have been a vocational pastor for 28 years, um, but I have been at this church for seven and a half years. Um, We came here after... um, uh, a bad situation where I, I pastored a smaller church in another part of the state, and um, God brought us here. Um, we serve um, our senior pastor is Hank Williams, and uh, yes, it's it's worth a chuckle, um, but he no relation uh, there. But um, as what's been, I, I have to say, this this has probably in in my 28 years of ministry has been the most fruitful, um, the most satisfying of all of the time I've been in ministry, and Man. my role here has been with children, uh, so it has been phenomenal. I, I love the ability to minister and serve. Um, it's
0: so great to hear someone that's doing what God's called them to and excited absolutely. about it in their sweet spot and seeing fruit. Now, George, you posted on the I Love Kinman group uh, it's been a couple of weeks now, but it really caught our eye. We love the post where you talk about being a mentor and yes. you're in the local elementary school Yes. Um, and you're serving people outside of your church. W- why don't you tell us about that?
2: Well, I tell you, Corey, I would love to take credit for that whole program, but I cannot. Um, so we actually had, um, there's a nonprofit in our, in our area. Okay. Um, and they reach out. They reached out to our church and asked us um, to be involved in that. And I felt like since I am a children's pastor, since I work with kids, man, this would be a great opportunity um, for me to get to know administrators in our local elementary schools
0: okay.
2: um, to show them. Um, that, that my passion is for children, my passion is to help not only the kids, but also help the schools um, as much as I can. And so it's been an amazing experience for me, um, getting to do this. So I go in to be a mentor for this second grader. I've, had, I've been his mentor all year. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually leave um, every Tuesday being more blessed uh, by being with him, uh, it's, it's just been an amazing thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that God has allowed me the opportunity to do it. So, uh, it's just a really neat program that, that I'm involved in.
0: Man, that sounds so cool, um, that you're able to leave the office and do ministry, follow that calling, um, and, Props to the school for allowing you in and that you're able to do what God's called you to do. Now, tell me what it looks like, like average day you're going in and you're talking with them. What What is that?
2: Oh, wow. So, um, and the cool thing about it is it's ministry, right? So um, for those of us who, who feel like our ministry is in the office during the week, that is not the case, man. Our ministry... Um, is, is to try to get involved in, in kids in our communities. So I'll, I'll, I'll go to the school. Um, of course, you know, security, I have to ring the buzzer, the lady always, which you, you'd think she would know why I'm there now. Um, but <laughs> she, she always asks, you know, um, you know why I'm there. I tell her I'm, I'm here to have lunch with Jackson and I go in, they've got me in the computer system. I punch in, um, now I, I know where the cafeteria well, most days I remember where the cafeteria is. Um so <laughs> um the schools are a maze, man. It's crazy. For real. Um but I always get there maybe five minutes before his lunchtime. So I just go into the cafeteria um and just kind of hang out there for a few minutes. I see uh kids who are, you know, who come to my church, so I speak to them. We have members of our church who were teachers so I get to talk to them but my purpose there is is to wait for Jackson Um, and so I look as the second graders start coming in and and I start looking for him Um, and every time he sees me he just grins man it's it's so awesome to see that reaction from him and uh, so I jump in the line with him every week I ask him Uh, I'm like, yo dude, what, what's good to eat today? And, uh, so, um, he'll tell me, you know, these are the choices, blah, blah, blah. Um, and what's really neat is I've been able to kind of get to know some of the other kids in his class as well. And then we don't sit with the class to eat. They actually have a table that's separate from everybody else. And so that's where we sit. Um, and when the teachers do the hand clap thing, and make everybody be quiet. We are still able to talk and communicate, so um, it, it's kind of cool. Th- this particular second grader, his dad just got out of prison um, because he quote unquote accidentally shot and killed um, Jackson's mom. Um, it's so hard. Yeah, it's 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 tough. I you know so going in, I was prepped on the situation. Um, you know, and, and I'm constantly thinking, okay, how am I going to respond if, if he talks about it? Um, but he, he, he's never talked about it, um, to me. He, he lives, bounces back and forth between his two grandmothers, um, who take care of him. And, uh, so it's, it's always a real upbeat, fun conversation about what's going on in his life. Um, all of that, so it it's that that's kind of a typical thing, and it sounds you, great yeah it's it's not scripted, we just kind of go with go with what the day has,
0: yeah, no, George, you mentioned that um you're leaving that barrier to ministry, your desk, and going yes. and doing it, so um what advice do you have for us kids pastors to break free from that to follow our calling if it's in the school great or if it's somewhere else that God's laid a passion on our hearts to follow that what would you challenge us in wow I
2: you know Corey I, I have to say you just have to do it you know it is this this is what God has called us to um, and you know whether it's whether it's doing what I do and mentoring kids in the school or if it's something else in the community um, I think sometimes we, we feel like if we're not in the office, you know, 80 or 90 hours a week, we're not doing our job. But, uh, man, to me, this is, this is I, I would say, the icing on the cake of what God has called me to do. And it's on my calendar. Um, I get a reminder every Tuesday. Um, my assistant Um, Even days when she's been sick and not in the office, she texts me, do not forget your appointment with Jackson. (laughs) Um, My wife puts it on our calendar at home. It is a very intentional appointment that I have every week. And so my my challenge to you, um, Kidman folks, is whatever it is that God is challenging to you, I I want to challenge you and encourage you to do it. Uh if you need to have a talk with your pastor uh to give explanation or whatever, I, I say do it, man. Don't be scared. Do it. Um because I, I don't I don't know um what kind of impact I'm having on Jackson's life. Um, but I am getting the opportunity to talk to him about Jesus. Um, I'm getting to speak into his life some truth, um, some encouragement, and I don't know. I, I may not ever see until eternity uh, the impact, and that's the same for you. Um, you you don't know, you know, and, until you do it. Uh, jump out there, man. I I think I think we need to jump jump out of the boat and get in the deep water um, with Jesus and just do what He's calling us to do. Um, so that that's it. You just got to do it. Just got to do it.
1: Hey, thank you, George. Wow. Love hearing how you are breaking free from the biggest barrier and that is the desk. And I'm telling you, Corey, uh, podcast listeners, we'd all be better off if we would just step away from our desk And just follow whatever God is calling us to in our lives. That is so
0: rich. And I loved how uh, being a mentor was just such a blessing to not only Jackson, but to George himself. And isn't it amazing how often we go into things because we want to help somebody else. But in that process, we ourselves are blessed. I love that.
1: So here's today's challenge. Okay, what is the Lord calling you to do? Um, hey, Corey and I would love to hear your stories. And we're not the only ones that would love to hear your stories. Everyone else in the Isle of Kidman Facebook group would be encouraged by your story. So share with us one thing that you're doing outside of the church to share the love of Jesus. So think outside of your normal service times, outside of the walls of your church, And do this right now while it's fresh on your brain. Go to the I Love Kidman Facebook group, unless you're driving. If you're driving, wait till you get parked. Um, Post them now. Go to I Love Kidman. Let's celebrate together how this community is sharing God's love outside the doors of the church. I can't wait to read your stories.
0: This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidmin Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids ministry journey.